When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I made it through the rain right here in Los Angeles, <laughs> oh, California. I started with a little bit of Barry Manilow. Word That's about not, you, buddy. Uh, thank you. I appreciate Word that. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial here on this three-hour edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Lots to talk about from last night, Thursday night football. This upcoming weekend, huge game in Las Vegas, Nevada tonight. The Pac-12 championship game. Every single Ohio support, the Ohio State Buckeye fan has suddenly just totally forgotten about how Ryan Day stinks and should get fired. Now they're suddenly like, don't let us back in the tournament. <laughs> they're now diehard Utah Ute fans tonight. If USC wins, then obviously USC will make the college football playoff that, by the way, culminates in SoFi Stadium just up the road here in Los Angeles, California. So we'll get you ready for that one, get you ready for a huge Week 13 in the rest of the National Football League, get you ready for U.S. World Cup knockout round soccer. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Get you ready for that in the only way that we can, which is to get you up to the speed on the Netherlands and all things Dutch. <laughs> That's coming up in hour number three. I wouldn't miss it, Don't miss it if I were you. Tyron Matthew of the New Orleans Saints, who wrapped up this week, taking on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, will be on this show because we are fair and balanced. Rashad White, the rookie from USC, uh, is going to be on this show top of hour number three. And uh, so we've got that going for us. Tommy, Tommy Curran. Tommy, Tommy Curran or Tom E. Curran. Same guy. What He's going to be joining us. I don't know. We can ask him. I bet you it stands for Edward. And that's how Edward? Edward. Yeah, he's a Thomas Edward. Tom, Tommy, no doubt. Tom, that's what I would I say. It stands for that. Edward. Yeah, Edward. Edward is minus 1,000. <laughs> for sure. You'll take the uh, the under on that? I mean, you got to lay 1,000 to win 100, but you know, it you seems mean? like it's guaranteed. Okay, very good. Uh, so uh, he'll be joining us shortly on this program. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. Hey, Rich, good to be seeing Got rid of the 5 o'clock shadow. You're totally clean-shaven now. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't shave. Okay, very good. <laughs> Woke up late. <laughs> very good. Good to see you, Jay Felly, and for Mike Del Tufo, because he had to do some things and get things ready for tonight's game yesterday. That'll be uh, good to – it's always great to see you here, though, good uh, see Jason. Good to see you. T.J. Jefferson, have you ready? have you lit the candle, sir? Have the you candle lit the candle? is lit. It's Fantastic. Friday. We're ready to go. What are you wearing? What is that white sweatshirt you oh, got on? I can't a, see the design. LPGA tour from the Michelle Wee collection that I got. Remember when I went and did a yes, little thing Yes, for oh, yeah, sure. very good. So, Look at you. Shout out to Emma Talley. So Del Tufo's not here. At least somebody's wearing free stuff. <laughs> very good. Very good. He's got a new fleece sweatshirt. He's Careful. lit the candle. Very good. Oh, we got a Uruguay free kick. Uruguay free kick. <laughs> I know that you're focused we on. Well, here's the thing is that, uh, you know, if Uruguay scores, which they just did not, they would move on. They need, they need one more goal in the next couple of minutes. Otherwise, they're knocked out of the World Cup. And uh, Korea, which just uh, had a remarkable uh, stoppage time goal to um, to beat uh, who, who do they beat? They, who they, they beat, beat Portugal. They beat Portugal. Yeah. yeah, Portugal was already through. 
And so they scored early. Korea yeah. answered in the first half, and then Ronaldo wasn't even playing, right? Ronaldo they was subbed him? out early in the second half. Oh, okay, yeah. there's good. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't mess up those eyebrows, right? Not if he's getting two hundred million dollars a year from the Saudis, apparently. So very good. Uh, that's our that's our update. Uh, Uruguay is screaming at the officials as they, I, I guess, wanted more time. Boy, they're following it's, the oh, ref up the tunnel right here. But they were already two minutes extra on top of the I don't eight know. They are screaming they and they are yelling and they are unfortunately not knocked out of the tournament. Wow. That'll wrap it up for for uh, for the World Cup right Man, there for business, Uruguay. Man. All right, so uh, Thursday Night Football, let's talk about it. Man, I look at the Buffalo Bills, and uh, obviously I see it through certain you know green-colored glasses for the Jets. That's, that's where the Jets want to be, man. That's where they want to be, where the years upon years upon years of getting kicked in the nards by the Patriots and Bill Belichick are in their rearview mirror, and the script <laughs> has been flipped. The New England Patriots, since the 2020 season, have lost in the New England. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, since the 2020 season, have lost the New England Patriots once. That's it. They've won four out of the last five, including a playoff victory last year and their first of two mat, uh, matchups this year. And the Bills have rebounded quite nicely, one would say, since their loss against. The Minnesota Vikings on top of their loss against the Jets. And since Justin Jefferson came up with the catch of the century, which I think you could say the 21st century, I mean, that catch that he's made, I know it's in the same century as Odell Beckham in his catch on Sunday night against the Cowboys. But at any rate, since that time, they overcame the Thunder Snow to play a home game in Detroit to beat the Cleveland Browns, needing six field goals from Tyler Bass and that one. And then they came back on Thanksgiving Day and survived the Detroit Lions and then kind of reverted to form. I know they didn't pop a 30-burger or a 40-burger on New England. I get it. I understand it. But to go into New England after we saw Mac Jones play his best game of the year against the Minnesota Vikings and to go into Gillette, by the way, Josh Allen on the postgame show on Amazon, kind of confirming that part of his uh, uh, deal with Gillette was uh, a wink and a nod at the Patriots fans that he's the face front representation of the product that places its name on New England's home stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, that... Uh, this was a really good win for them. Again, Allen isn't uh, didn't have another clean sheet night again, um, but that was a really good night. The whole idea that Belichick's supposed to take away the one thing that you do best, the one thing that you need to have in order to win, and Stephon Diggs was still him. Almost 100 yards receiving, seven catches, and a touchdown. And then the Josh Allen throw to Gabe Davis, um, where he shortly before going out of bounds, refusing to give up on the play, throws back into the middle of the field, the absolute no-no cardinal sin for any quarterback in the NFL. Just when you think he's going to have to play, he's starting to play tight in the red zone because he keeps throwing interceptions there, and he just says, you know, hold my beer, folks. I'm still Josh freaking Allen, and I'm going to make this throw. And he throws a jump pass to Gabe Davis, touchdown. Wow, what a play that was. 
that's the Josh Allen that they need. And it seems that James Cook is starting to cook. And Devin Singletary is adding some crucial snaps at the running back position. He scored a rushing touchdown last night. That's the good stuff. And Von Miller's put on IR. And just when you think that they can't put pressure on, they do. And the Bills now have a path where we come on this show on our next program on Monday in advance of that Monday nighter that we'll be talking about on this show with our two player guests, Tyron Matthew of the Saints and Rashad White of the Bucks, it's entirely possible we come on the air this Monday after week 13 is all through. And if the Bengals beat the Chiefs, stop me if you've heard that one before, and the San Francisco 49ers beat the Miami Dolphins, entirely possible, if that all happens, your one seed going into week 14 would be the Buffalo Bills. That's a fact because the Bills have already beaten the Chiefs. The Chiefs and Bills would have the same record. Doesn't matter if the Titans and Ravens win, they'll still be a win behind. And the Dolphins who have already beaten the Bills would be 8-4 and four and sitting in the 5 spot right in front of the Bengals. Actually, they'd be sitting in the 6 spot because if the Bengals win and the Dolphins lose, the Bengals would cash in that tie break that they have over the Dolphins on that Thursday nighter that we all know that Tua wound up getting concussed in. Meanwhile, the Patriots fall to 6-6, six and six, and the Chargers have got a big opportunity to stay a full game in front of New England if they can only cool off my red-hot Vegas Raiders. Jets in Minnesota, that's the AFC playoff picture right there now that the Bills have won this game, setting themselves up to, after all, be the one seed in the AFC. There's a lot of ifs and buts to go in that. do want to talk about the New England Patriots here for a second. Much being made of Mac Jones being caught on camera by the Amazon Prime Video crew, cursing up a storm in frustration. And a a lot of folks on the Twitter machine thought he was saying that the they should be passing more because the effing running game sucks. I saw it the way you saw it, Chris. He said quick game, not running game, quick game, because clearly the running game is what yeah. I mean, the one guy who is as consistently tough and difficult to deal with the one guy you're circling right now on the new england offense is ramondre stevenson i mean he is a business decision in cleats and new england's been riding him now there is marcus jones too who scored the last two home touchdowns for the new england patriots the walk-off punt return against the jets and then the first touchdown tonight last night where he grabs in the quick game, I might add, in a really smart audible from Mac Jones, I might add, checks out of a run play, flips it out to Marcus Jones, and off he goes for a touchdown. And by the way, I looked it up because he's a defensive back. That was and his first special teams guy of the year. He's not available in fantasy leagues. Right? You can't. I don't. I don't, I don't know if the fantasy leagues yeah. are going to make him available now yeah. because he's. And Bill <laughs> is doing what Bill does, which is like okay. Everybody needs to be a Swiss Army knife around here. More you can do, do your job. And he stuck him out there on offense, touchdown. And just when you thought, man, you're doing higher register, hey, maybe this could be a game. And it wasn't. But at any rate, Mac Jones talking about how the quick game 
effing sucks and you need to pass more. What he means is throw it down the field. Downfield. Okay? Throw it down the field. Yeah. And a perfect example of the quick game not working and certainly the way Buffalo was playing and you got to take your shots. And this team was down 24 to 7. It took them 17 plays in 5 minutes and 45 seconds, 60 to go 60 yards, averaging just a little less than 4 yards per snap to settle for a field goal and hope for the best, needing two onside kicks to work, including one to set up a quick touch. I mean, you need quick touchdowns. They don't have that ability, it seems. Or, as Mac Jones was being frustrated by from what you're saying, they're not taking it. And at some point, that whole concept of you can't go broke making a profit is wrong when the clock will show you you're going broke right now. (laughs) All right? You need to start chunk playing. You need to go. Throw deep, baby. And they couldn't or wouldn't. So this is Mac Jones after the game talking about what he was upset about and what was going through his lid. Obviously, just kind of let my emotions get to me. But, um, you know, we're kind of playing from behind. And what I said was about throwing it deeper in the short game. You know, I, I got to execute that part better, but it's the short game that we kept going to, which was working. But I felt like we needed chunk plays, and, um, you know, I shouted that out to kind of get everyone going. And that's emotional. That's football. I'm passionate about this game. And um, obviously, you don't want to get your emotions, like, you know, get the best of you. But, um, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Like, it wasn't directed at anybody, just emotion coming out, and we kind of needed a spark. So... Not directed at anyone, he said. I don't know who he was directing it at, but when right. you're saying, you know, let's pat, let's f and pass because the quick game f and sucks, he's definitely talking to his play callers. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, or his position coach to talk to the coaches or what have you. And this is year two. This is year two, and you know, I don't know what's happening there. But it's not only year two for him where he should have the ability to take the reins and say, this is my offense too, you know. Dan Orlovsky of ESPN tweeted out today saying if he was in Mac Jones's camp, he would say if you don't get a real bona fide lead pipe wielding, and I'm paraphrasing now, but a, 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 an offensive coordinator with a lengthy resume as such, if you don't get one in here next year and don't show me a plan, I'm demanding a trade. That's what Dan Orlovsky said. And it's now week for the Patriots, 14. The clock is ticking, and they have a shot here to make the playoffs. They are 6-6, six and six. okay? I don't think the Chargers are going to be running away from them. And they have a tie break in their back pocket on the Jets to put on the table and say, sorry, Jets, we're taking your spot, which is obviously what the Patriots would love to do. So they need to figure whatever the hell this is out. And my question I have, and I'm going to ask it of Tom Curran in a moment when he joins us, as Kendrick Bourne, the wide receiver, the Patriots also said last night that on third down, they're basically too damn predictable. Kurt Warner's coming out and saying, 
that the offense is way too vanilla and predictable. And Tom Curran, because we put things together here for when, when we have our guests come on throughout the season, and just to put all the puzzle pieces together for you before Tom joins us, Tom was saying when Josh McDaniels left, Belichick made the, the departure of McDaniels an opportunity to simplify the offense because too many skilled players coming in had trouble picking this thing up. If you simplify it, then the skilled players that they can bring in can get up to speed faster. That the McDaniel system that worked so great with Brady was difficult for everyone else to grasp. Kurt Warner's point is Mac can grasp it, and his special ability is to grasp not only in the playbook in the meeting room but in real time and sometimes he's a, he's he even um assimilates what's happening on the defense too quickly he doesn't let things develop because he's he's smart enough to know and when you simplify things you're taking away his special abilities what kurt's saying so if all of this stuff is happening and we are in week 14 and the bills are figuring stuff out And I know the answer could be, well, the Vikings couldn't on Thanksgiving night. But if this is too simple and other defenses can figure this thing out, wouldn't Belichick know that? He's the king of eating this stuff up. If you try to come at him with something so simple, wouldn't he know that? I mean, isn't there the self-scouting going on in that building? Is the decision to go with Matt Patricia as the play caller and Joe Judge as, I guess, the co-offensive coordinator, even though they don't like titles there in New England, as we know, is that eventually going to be the epitaph of the 2022 New England Patriots? Here lies the season. Our stellar rookie quarterback regressed, and we missed the playoffs. Is that going to be it? Because the defense appears to be pretty damn good with Matt Judon leading the way. Although... I would counsel New England. Here I go. Going to give some tips to that Patriots coaching staff. I'm going to get a jugs machine with those defensive backs. How many of these interceptions can they they drop? Holy crap. It's hitting them right in the hands. They could have had two against Zach Wilson a couple weeks ago. They could have really buried him. Thanksgiving night and last night. I I thought Allen threw a pick six at one point last night. Right off the hands. All right. Tom Curran's going to join us, 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. I'll get your two cents on the subject matter, Chris, since you this is your team. Um, and then uh, still to come on this program, Tyron Matthew, Rashad White, TJ Jefferson going to give us some fantasy advice. You want to talk about the clock running out on their fantasy season? That's uh, for a lot of people. It's almost over, man. I look forward to hearing uh, uh, your advice from the fantasy pulpit. I think you're, there's one in particular you're going to enjoy. Okay. Yeah. I look forward to that. That means you're saying go with Mike White. I don't want to say any more. Not Mike White, necessarily. Okay. Very good. Uh, very good. Um, so uh, Chris Brockman's got gambling advice. We're going to get you up to speed again on what you need to know about the Netherlands and the Dutch folk. And then I've got some sneaky games under the radar. So much on this Friday show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial to have a conversation. We're going to talk with Tommy Curran of NBC Sports Boston. Is that what I say? Sounds Sorry. good. Okay, yeah, you thanks. do a good job there. Suze hates when I do that invitation. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed before we get to Tom Curran, let's play the soundbite because we played Mac Jones's soundbite explaining what he was so upset on the sideline about saying, you know, the quick game effing sucks. And um, uh, Belichick was asked today, this morning, about um, Mac Jones's demonstrativeness on the sideline. Well, you know, Mac's a very competitive guy. Um, you know, love his attitude, love his, love his passion for the game. Um, he works as hard as anybody and and we'll, um, you know, we'll just, as we move forward, try to, you know, work to find ways to uh, be more efficient, be more productive, you know, in every area. So that's coaching, playing, um, you know, interaction with teammates, etc. Tom Curran, how you doing, Tom? Tremendous, Rich. How are you and the guys? Uh, we're hanging What's in up, there. Tom? We're hanging in there. Uh, we we love our quick game here. To be honest with you, we love it. We can't get enough of our quick game. Um, <laughs> That's because you process so quickly. <laughs> what do you got for me? What do you got for me on that uh, moment and what it really means inside that building, Tom? Frustration has yielded to exasperation. Bill Belichick, you know, throughout the offseason, preached patience which I think in some ways, in an unpatriotic fashion, translated to a lack of urgency. You know, we're going to be putting something new in. It's going to take some time. Need you to be patient. You know, it might be five or six weeks. You never know. Oh, maybe it'll be Thanksgiving. Yet the players have a season here going on, and they've got 21 touchdowns as an offense. Matt Jones is in his second year, and the offense has regressed so drastically, and they've handcuffed him from taking any risks at all so profoundly that it's maddening. And I think we heard that in the locker room 
last night. I mean, and we're watching the game for the folks who stuck with it. God bless you, all the way to, to the end. You're watching the Patriots punt when they're down 24 to seven. When you know the Bills are probably going to embark on an eight-minute drive afterwards, they actually did not. But the process for the Patriots to even get in the red zone, which they didn't cash in, took forever. And then you kick a field goal. I mean, you're not going to score enough points. And it's bizarre because the Patriots are mistake-laden. They're tentative. Uh, timid was a used uh, word used to describe the offense by one of the players to our Phil Perry last night. And it's, there's just a weird lack of urgency that exists with the team, it seems. So the narrative that Belichick has let Mac Jones down because of who he hired as the offensive coordinator and that's why he's regressed, is that fair or not? beyond fair it's accurate and it's not a narrative it's straight facts i mean you you can't go from one of the best offensive coordinators the league's seen this century to a guy who hasn't done it no matter his acumen as a coach overall and then ask him to implement a new offense after saying goodbye to their most competent offensive lineman shaq mason change the language and do all that while you're coaching an offensive line that has tackles at either side that are sometimes hurt or inconsistent. Plus, start a rookie at left guard. It's not Matt Patricia's fault that he didn't say, no, I don't think I'm up to this. It's Bill's fault to think that it was going to work. And when the media spent the entire offseason, and fans did too, wondering why this was a good idea, Bill said, blame me. So that's really where it lands and you're taking a step back in the second year of a rookie contract which is the most most valuable thing you can have in the nfl with a good quarterback the patriots have more cap space allocated to tight ends than any team in the league they have the third most cap space allocated to wide receivers believe it or not and they won't throw the ball because they're afraid of mistakes so i guess then why (laughs) because it's not like Belichick doesn't know it right or can't see it or is he is is loyalty something that he just is rewarding and believes in himself Uh, you know what I mean like I I don't I I don't get it like I mean he's he's brilliant he can self-scout like anybody else better than anybody else so how how does this happen Tom I think there's a that's a little bit of a mythology that surrounds Bill, he's perpetually surprised these days, perpetually stunned at the outcomes of things. What's going to happen if I bench Malcolm Butler in a Super Bowl? It's not like the Eagles are going to score 30 on us. No, they're going to score 41. What's Tom going to do? Move? Quit? Not play here anymore? Yeah. I mean, no one was more stunned by Brady saying, I'm out of here, than Bill. In 2019, they're negotiating a contract. Brady's pissed. He's about to walk out of camp. One of the assistants goes to Bill and says, you got to do something. He's, he's about to leave. Bill goes, really? Yeah. So putting Matt Patricia in that spot and being cocksure that it's going to work just fine is just the latest instance of being really surprised that, wow, this didn't work as I thought it was going to. Huh. Who knew? Tom Curran, NBC Sports Boston, Patriots insider here on the Rich Eisen Show. There's still so much road left, though. You know what I mean? Like, there's five games left. There's a, sure. a tie break that they can put on the table on on the Jets and take their spot. 
Um, and and we did see we did. I mean, you want to talk about proof of life uh, Thanksgiving night? I thought Mac looked great. He was decisive. And, and there was an intermediate passing game uh, that I didn't see last night that I did see against Minnesota. Might just chalk it up to different defenses. I don't know. But what, what do you think happens from here on the rest of the way? That to me is is what's fascinating to to look at. What's the goal? To me, twenty twenty two was not about winning a Super Bowl. It was about progress generated from what the team was last January with the decisions made. Is Mac Jones a better player? Does the team have a better? You know, are they more competitive with the Buffalo Bills? Not only are they just about the same level of competitiveness with that team, they've got the Miami Dolphins, who are now undeniably ahead of them, and maybe the Jets are too. So you can get to eight and six by beating Las Vegas and Arizona the next two weeks, and on paper that's certainly possible. You might even be able to get to nine and six by surprising the Bengals on Christmas Eve. You know they're up there competing for airspace with Santa. So you have the opportunity to get to nine and six, but to what end? And I, I don't like Rich when people are oh we're championship driven here, nothing but Lombardi. Cut it out. You know, we spend a lot of time, and 31 franchises spend a lot of time not getting Lombardi's and want an improving product. I think that's what's disappointing here is no matter what they do in the next three weeks or down the stretch, have they improved this year and gotten closer to reaching a point where they're part of the NFL's upper crust? Not even the elite, the upper crust, because they're awfully mediocre right now. What about the idea of maybe listening to, to Mac and saying, all right, we're going to open this thing up, and Kendrick Bourne and guys who said last night that, that th- this was not working, and, you know, uh, and maybe sacrifice, if you will, what you told us in the beginning of the season about what the intention of doing uh, for and to this offense was, in fact, simplifying it because it was way too damn complicated underneath Josh McDaniels' tenure with Brady and, and, and a young kid and Mac Jones to the point where skilled players were having trouble getting up to speed if they just arrived, right? Isn't that what right. the concept uh, was? I think what's hard about that is Bill would say, I mean, we had Trent Brown who was sick. Isaiah wins out. Jodney could just. The other right tackle is out. We're down to Connor McDermott. who We took off a practice squad from the Jets. What do you want us to do? But even if those guys were in there, Maybe they would throw it downfield more. But if you look at the way the Patriots have behaved since the Bears game, they had a decent stretch with Bailey Zappi in there and Mac Jones. Steelers game in week two, then they threw it all over the place against the Ravens, lost the game, and had three picks. And after that three-pick game, I think Bill said, okay, you see who we are here? We can't protect him. When he's under duress and we're asking him to be aggressive, he throws picks. Let's just try not to lose some of these games, Matt. And that's where these players are looking at each other and say, I didn't come here to not lose games offensively. Came here to play. So I think there's going to be a resistance on Bill's part to saying, all right, we're going to start chucking it everywhere against Arizona. Because he'll look at that as a winnable game. Hmm. But he threw it all over the place against Minnesota in one. I mean, it's weird. You have to score, but they're afraid to take the chances that are part part and parcel of scoring. How do you think this is all sitting with Kraft? I'm sorry? How do you think this is all sitting with RKK, oh. Robert Kraft? How do you think this is all sitting with him right now? Not not great. Not great. You know, he, he pointed out that he wanted to see 
you know, he was as dis- disappointed as anybody, not just in the fact the Patriots had declined, but they had gone three years without a playoff win. Um, he mentioned that he wants the team to compete now. It's not doing that. He felt as if the investment in the players that the team made last year with Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar, Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry, that that would be realized. He anticipated, and this is all that he said on the record in March at the owners' meetings, he anticipated there would be a lot of improvement for Mac Jones, that he felt that that was the right guy. And he understood, or he didn't understand, he he said the Bills earned the right to do an unconventional thing in his coaching staff. Um, so he's not going to second-guess Bill because he's been writing an awful lot with you know, the coaching staff and the decisions he's made. But he's watching. He's paying attention. He wants to see progress, and it's not really happening this year. And the product is hard to swallow. You can, you can be crappy. Just don't be boring and crappy. <laughs> well, Tom, I'm going to give you one uh, one thing for you to maybe uh, run down a ground. I don't mean to stir anything up there in the Boston area, but what gives that the uh, Prince and Princess of Wales go to a sick game, but not a Patriot game? Were they not there last night? Uh, what what happened? Did they did they give the well, hi hat to the to the yeah. Patriots? What happened? What what gives? Very simple. Um, the Celtic mm. is a leprechaun. Ah, okay. Mm. Inoffensive. Not going to be a problem for them. I mean, they got Ireland under their thumb for a long time. Still don't you. have Northern Ireland back. Look at you going geopolitical um, on me. Look at you going but, geopolitical uh, on me. You know, they're going to put Pat Patriot on the helmet. It's a, it's a direct shot at, at both oh. uh, the Brits and the royalty. That's so true. They specifically timed it up that way. The muskets, the muskets, they couldn't, they, they you know, they just, <laughs> you know what? They, they, didn't, they didn't want to see the whites of Matt Patricia's eyes is what you're saying pretty much right there, you know? Yeah. yeah, well, there's a gotcha. lot of people like that right now. <laughs> Brockman, you just rolled your eyes when Tom, I said that. Tom, color me shocked. The guy that gave up 600 yards and 40 points in the Super Bowl can't figure out how to run an offense. <laughs> and almost lost to Blake Gordles. <laughs> like, Sorry, Jesus, <laughs> thank God for Stephon Gilmore's hand. Wow. This just turned into EEI oh, all of a sudden. Look at you. Look at you. Is, is it? It's not too late to fire him. I mean, there's still five games left. That's not going to happen. There will be no firing. You and I know that. He, I mean, grab the menu away from him, maybe. But Jesus, meaning the play calling has, yes. has Joe not, has not, Joe Judge learned enough to to take over play calling for the final five games? Because that was the this. plan, right? I think that that was an aspiration, but I have not. To hear Mac Jones speak, he is much more effusive in his praise of Matt Patricia. And again, Matt Patricia's hands have been tied. It's not just the play calling and coordinating an offense without a title. He's supposed to coach an offensive line that's in utter disarray, along with Billy Yates. I don't know if you could get any coach to execute that. Hmm. I mean, it would be like asking McDaniels to be the assistant offensive line coach while he was doing the offense. And let's be honest, McDaniels is better at offense than Patricia. But you would never do that. I mean, to think that this was going to work seamlessly is beyond whistling past the graveyard. Tom Curran, God bless you. Have a great uh, rest of your December. If we don't talk before the beginning of the year, I always appreciate I you. I downcast. Was that too downcast? No, this is the reality. No, as you not. said, as you said, it's not a narrative. These are facts. So um, that's what you said earlier. But what does the E stand for? 
What does the E oh, in yeah. Tom E. Karn stand for, Tom? Everything. <laughs> All right, go follow There's Tom no Everything Curran on Twitter. <laughs> Take care of yourself, Tom. Thanks. Bye, guys. There you go. It's Tom yeah. Everything Curran. Good answer. <laughs> that might be a new drop, right? Everything. 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 That's not a bad new drop. Everything. Pretty good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, well, let's take a break. We'll take your phone calls when we come back and get you set for hour number two on this program. It's a Friday. What's more likely? Chris Brockman's got a lot of good ones. And that's coming up right here on a busy Friday with Tyron Matthew of the Saints. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Fun show yesterday where uh, I surprised you guys with my... Uh, power rankings for quarterback birthday parties. Top 10 quarterbacks say, I'd want to go to their birthday parties. I got to say, that's a power ranking list I can get behind. And I was t- I'm was, i telling you, it wasn't easy to f- come up with 10 that I'd actually want to go to. Why'd you land on Minshew number one? Why wouldn't you want to go to Gardner Minshew's birthday party? Are you out of your skull? Didn't he once, like, break his hand once to try and stick around and... And, uh, and, and, and keep his college eligibility in the way that he, he numbed himself was by drinking? Yes. Don't you think like going to Vinci's birthday party? It's more of a frat party. Is that what you want? Or? Yeah, yeah that's not, what I mean. I mean, that could be the, gosh, vi- the vibes at a Vinci birthday. Or... See, the whole thing is like, do you want to go just, am I putting myself in the position of being a 53-year-old man with three kids? You know, that's the way I put myself in that position. And I, I wouldn't mind just, oh. you know, I mean, just one night. 
Well, your you idea know, of fun might be I different mean, than our one idea. One night, of fun. I'm taking an Uber and I'm I'm gonna. And you're rolling with Minshew. Yeah, and I'm can gonna you, bounce some quarters. Can you and do I'm a keg gonna, stand? Huh? Can you do a keg stand? Keg stand. Do you own any jorts? I don't. Yeah. But if it's a jorts party, then obviously it would be difficult for me to attend. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one showing up in jorts. And then saying. you know Jimmy Jimmy G. And now we're talking. Right. You never know who's gonna happen. Brady may show up. Yeah. And um, but De- Kittle. Who, uh, I'll just say this. Kittle uh, saw it. He likes it. He thinks we should do that by position. By position? Now, the issue would be if it's a tight end power ranking as to whose birthday party you'd want to attend. How do I choose between Kelsey and, and Kittle? How would I do that? You really can't. And thankfully, the gods have looked down upon us what do you mean? in this situation. As it turns out, yes. George Kittle... Yes. And Travis Kelsey, yeah. their birthdays, a mere four days apart. So they could do it together. A joint birthday party. Kelsey, October 5th. Kittle, October 9th. Let's go. So here's what we'll do. We could move National Tight Ends Week to that week. Give Kittle and Kelsey a bye week. Let's just front load it to the NFL schedulers. <laughs> Kansas City and San Francisco get a bye week that week. Hey, Howard Katz. Hey, here's what I'm saying. And actually, here's what it is. That's the kickoff to National Tight Ends Week that they'll both play on the next week. We have them play each other. And- they did that this year. And Greg Olson called the game on Fox. Perfect. That was done purposefully, Perfect. by the way. So if you're going to be able to schedule this stuff like that, and then I don't have to do a tight end power ranking. No, then Gronk and DJ, like, it'd be perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Oh, we just came up with a great idea. It's called Workshop and TJ. Let's get a sponsor. Let's <laughs> where do, trademark this. Where does Dalton Schultz rank? <laughs> Probably outside of the top 10. Peyton Hendershot. By the way, does that guy sound like he should be uh, on Yellowstone or 1883? <laughs> right? The Dutton Ranch was right next to the Hendershot's Ranch. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. You know what I mean? Dalton Schultz's birthday is in July. So. Uh, no, I'm not saying we yeah, all, they, tight ends all have birthdays I know, together. I'm just saying. At some point, though, it's Kelsey and it's Kittle and, and everybody, everybody else just yeah, back yeah, off, it's okay? It's everybody else. You know what I mean? Now that Gronk's out of the league. I'm going to Mike Kosicki's birthday party. Is it's, it's going okay. to be in South Beach. So you That's guys can true. go party, no okay. offense, in Kansas City. I'm heading to South Beach and Feller's coming with me. No, hey. gr- no gritties allowed yeah. at that one. <laughs> well, hey, man, what's that Henny hits? Oh, anything's, my God. Anything's no possible. Gritties. <laughs> no gritties allowed. Terzo in Iowa is here on the Rich Eisen Show. Terzo's Niners have a big game against the Dolphins coming up on Sunday. What's on your mind, Terzo? Yes, they do. Just walked into Carl's. Everybody says, what up? Hey. Show. Fantastic. What's up? And uh, so. Uh, <laughs> did they, did they say, hi here. Hold the phone up. Hold the phone up and tell them to say hi to everybody. Go for it, Terzo. Hold on. Let me uh, let me put you on speakerphone. Go for it. Everybody okay. say hi to Rich Eisen. Hi, Rich. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's, it's not even noon there yet. <laughs> That's amazing. What's going on? <laughs> Hey, man, it's a, it's a Friday, man. Sometimes we have a little bit of fun here in Iowa. Come on now. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Let's go. I'm, I'm definitely going to Jimmy G's birthday party. Uh, there's going to be two outcomes that probably happens. You either come home and the house is completely empty, or you take your significant other with you and you probably go back home to an empty house. Ah, very good. What, in Gardner Minshew, uh, you, 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 you wake up in a tub without an organ? Is that what you're talking about yeah, right there? I think, yeah, or, or in Thailand, yeah, that might actually be it. Okay. Hey, Rich, I think, I think that I have top, my top five games for this weekend. It's definitely the U.S. 
soccer match tomorrow, man. Okay. I love it when we can all get behind one team okay. and just root for root for them. I think it's going to be awesome. Then the next one, it has to be the Niners-Dolphins for me. That is just a huge game, and I think there's just so many implications that come out of it. Mm-hmm. Then K-State, K TCU, there's just so much online for TCU. Now you're in Big 12 uh, country. Makes sense. Yep. And then Utah-USC next. Again, just the outcome that's, that's going to come out of that. I think the Utes actually come out and win that game. Mm-hmm. And then Chiefs-Bengals. Mm. That's not a bad top five. You got USC and Utah as well before all that too, right? Love so that. you got that one that's on yeah, the that's next. Yeah, that's tonight. Okay. Well, say hi to everybody there in, uh, in Iowa. Thanks for the call, yeah. Terzo. Terzo, are we on in the bar right now? Yeah, you guys are. Oh, you see that? Fantastic. And to give a shout-out to Carl's. There you go. There you go. Well yeah. done. I love it. Carl's has Roku. That's always good. <laughs> Carl's has Roku. Okay, very good. See you, Terzo. Hey. Carl's has Roku. Carl's has Roku. Great. I love it. We like it. I love it. <laughs> Carl's Everything. has Roku. I'm looking here. It, 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 our... Is the Netherlands the national team sick? Oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, Hammer USA tomorrow. I'm seeing that a right now. A outbreak at Netherlands? Yeah, I think so. Are you reading that? No, Hoskins just told us. I saw that. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. The, the Netherlands team is not well. 26 players have symptoms. Jeez. Wow. That's what I'm seeing. We'll read a little bit more about it. No, I don't know. You You don't root for that. You don't root for that. Stop it. Rich, you root to win any way possible. This is the World Cup. Okay. I I honestly don't know what that means. (laughs) Okay. It means by any means necessary is what he's getting at. Oh, my gosh. That's a 7A. That's an early wake. I mean, we're And, of course, you know, Fox lets you say, you know, they, they tell you to tune in an hour before. That's when their coverage starts. They don't let. They don't tell you when toes actually mean ball. Toes actually mean ball at ten Eastern, seven o'clock out here. My kids keep saying they're going to wake up for it. Like that ain't happening. <laughs> you should just like air horn situation at like six fifty eight. Air horn in each of their rooms. How would that? How would that go in your house as your kids trying to sleep? How would that be? Oh, he's already awake. Oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> he gets up at six. You're in different spots. He's a GD farmer. He's yeah. the one pushing the air horn. Yeah. <laughs> Cage is walking around like... Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Very good. Very good. All right, so Tyron Matthews on our program, and we also have our, uh, our uh, Rashad White joining us. Nice. Last time I saw him in person, he was throwing Cadre Diggs out of the Munich club. Run for a hundred yards, and then man, what the hell? What the hell happened in Cleveland to the Buccaneers? What the hell was that? And they're coming in, and they're taking on a Saints team that has their number, brother, on defense. Has their number. Offense can't score though, so it's you know. Well, it I mean, be a slog on or night. or they can score if Alvin Kamara runs runs you down. Maybe there you go. Alvin Kamara has been so disappointing to me. That whole Saints team has been. I'm just talking from a fantasy. Tyron Matthew went home for this. Yeah, yeah. You know, but then Jameis broke his back. Like you know, and well, then the, he's not Mike back. Though. Mike I mean, Thomas couldn't get healthy. Yeah. You know. So we'll talk about it with Tyron Matthew coming up in uh, next hour. What's more likely? You got all that good stuff, Chris. Let's do it. Very yeah. good. Sneaky good games. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is also the number to dial here on this program. We already talked about the Patriots' loss. Then from that perspective, with our friend Tom Curran, if you missed any of that, there's our YouTube page. And, of course, 
there's the Rich Eisen Show collection page right here on the Roku channel. That'll wrap it up for hour number one. Hour number two on the other side. I wouldn't move if I were you. we got a great What's More Likely in store. Tyron Matthew and so much more fun on the Rich Eisen Show.